0: thanks so much for being on the show today hi thank you so much for having me oh my goodness how are you
1: first of all do you know what i'm very well i'm in good health Great spirits, and I'm feeling, yeah, feeling good. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good too. And do you know, what? it's really good to hear that because obviously it's been a horrible year as everyone knows and it's just nice to hear positivity and it's great yes. that you're, you're doing some super things which we're going to obviously chat about. So let's firstly start with your most recent thing. I want to jump in straight away. You're on the TV at the moment. Tell us a little yes. bit about all these young people that seem to have crushes on everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Do you know what? So the show is called Secret Crush. It's on weeknight, 6pm on IT. TV too but you can also watch you on ITV hub and it's just incredible because it's like i i mean you're going on tv but for me i think it's like a safe space almost for young people and even i mean we've got yeah. some we've got some older people coming on as well to okay. come on and declare their love for someone they've been working with someone that they um they met at the dentist oh my god yeah someone that's their their old stepbrother or sister so yeah it's a really really cool So, and a great concept. And I mean, you know, they offered it to me, which is incredible. I mean, couldn't believe
0: my luck, but, you know, grateful. Amazing. I mean, literally, I watched, I've watched. i watched a couple of them, and I was like, oh, my goodness, you suit it so well. And you make people feel um, at ease. You know, you take their coat in the cloakroom, I'm assuming that's what that is, <laughs> have a little chat, and then off they go. But, you know, I feel quite out of touch with all of that, like, you know, like, dating and all of that. I've been out of the scene for a long time. So has anything gone wrong? Like, what goes on? A few little bits have gone wrong, but um, I'm I'm exactly the same as you. I'm out of
1: touch with dating. I mean... I've not, I don't think I've ever really even dated that much, babe. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, come like, on. <laughs> no, no well, I'm in a, I'm in a like 14 year relationship. <gasps> well, there
0: you go. 12, so, 12, years. That's good.
1: Yeah. So it's like, you know, I mean, come to me for relationship advice, honey, <laughs> all day. But like dating, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's a new world, isn't it? You yeah. know, all of the yeah. Tinders and the, okay. um, grinder and humble yeah. or whatever they're
0: called humble bumble yeah and it's like swipe left <laughs> swipe right like yeah I don't know if I could I feel like there's a lot of pressure on young people like nowadays to you know do whatever they got to do but to go on the show and say oh I had a crush on someone that I met in a shop that is brave yeah yeah but I love it I love it because actually that's maybe a little bit more like
1: the olden day you know yeah. how we used to you used to talk to someone and say, do you know I really like you rather than like you say swiping right, swiping left, checking how much money they've got in their bank account. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think yeah. I think that this is a little bit more traditional. So yeah, I kinda yeah. like that. Um, you know, back in the day you just you end up with your brother's mate like me. Oh, oh. oh, oh, oh there you go. <laughs> uh, you end up with your brother's mate or you um you work uh, you end up with someone that you work with. So it's nice that these people know each other at some point some level
0: I guess. Well that's good you're like Cupid then for like going back into the old old school kind of dating which is great and you've done quite a few bits of ITV haven't you? Yes yeah
1: so ITV2 so I've done one thing with ITV it was a really really cool um like panel game show um uh about like black history so it was oh, really really right. nice to be a part of that yeah yeah that and is- then some other bits like um Hey Trace appeared on Hey Tracy for ITV2 Yes, um, I saw that. That was good.
0: That was good. That was
1: really good fun. Yeah, so, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you've met some really cool people. Like, what does it feel like? Obviously, you're, you know, you've kind of propelled into this career now. So what does it feel like when you're like, okay, there's so-and-so over there, or like Joel Domit, or whoever else that you're around. Is, is it weird, or...? Do you know what?
1: I don't know if it is, because I've always been, you know, like, I'm. I've been trying to progress in my career for a very long time. So, you know, I've been doing performing and stuff since I was about six years old but you know to try and get seen a bit more yeah um, I've always I've always known and I've always had in the back of my head these people are people we're all human beings yeah so um I don't I'm not somebody that's like oh my gosh starstruck yeah but, you know yeah I don't get starstruck like that but you know like I do um feel like okay um let me not make this person feel like I'm on them you know let me give them their their personal space and stuff yeah yeah. Um, and if they want to speak then then call but I don't want to push myself on anyone to make them feel like
0: you're you're trying to play it cool I get it you're trying to play it cool like get all these people but you've met some pretty good people you've worked on panels with some amazing people and I just it's 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 great and we've got to talk about so you know you're doing all this now but you're from Southampton aren't you yeah and so where did you start tell us how you've like gone on
1: oh wow okay I just want to say I have worked with some incredible people and and I'm not like saying oh my god we're all the same but I mean what I mean is I don't want to you know when I say about people being um they're human beings so I don't want to um invade their personal space but I will tell you a quick story my mum
0: yeah
1: my mum when I worked with Mel B on a show my (laughs) mum ran up to Mel B (laughs) my mum was like my mum came up to her. I was like oh my god Mel <laughs> and like and Mel was like oh, like, as if, "Like, what yeah. the hell is going on yeah so um I was like mum look you can't do that because they're human <laughs> beings you don't know what's going on in her life you don't know do you know what I mean so yeah. you can't yeah. just run up to someone like a mad woman
0: I mean you know what? <laughs> like, fair play to your mum because you know if I like met Beyonce I always think that I'd be like oh my god and you try and click play, play it cool but I don't know if I'd be able to I'd probably just drop to the yeah. floor <laughs> Uh, take me down yeah take me down so yeah you, you must have met well you have met some amazing people so that's that's funny shout out to mama for doing that <laughs> <laughs> big up mommy <laughs> yeah so you're, you're from Southampton um how were you even starting your career like back in the day
1: so um from from being very you know I'm I'm one of five siblings but from when I was young I always wanted to perform initially I wanted to be a singer and then I realized I couldn't sing babe so, until <laughs> oh, no. I got older I'm fuming. I, I, I don't really know. I can't remember, but I remember thinking, wow, I'm gonna be a singer, I'm gonna be on stage, I'm gonna be running past people slapping their hands, they're gonna be like, cheering. And um, yeah, one day. Oh, actually, I think it was my singing teacher when I was in uh uni. My singing teacher said so, so I had a singing teacher from Young, yeah, um, which was called Angela Kay. Um yeah, Angela Kane's uh, voice workshop I used to go to, and um, and when I got a bit older and I was um, doing my degree, they my singing teacher said to me, "You sound like you smoke fifty fags a day," and I'm like.
0: Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh I mean oh you're thinking goodness.
1: wow that's the end of my career <laughs> yeah no more singing for me babe but I went into MCN. but yeah so so like I started in Southampton I was I was going to like um Angela Kane voice workshop I also done um Helen O'Grady's drama so when I was about six I used to go there but I really wanted to go stagecoach but you know as I said I'm one of five siblings it was a yeah. lot of money. so I didn't go go there but when I finished school rather than going to a normal
0: college I um, went to the Brit school Oh my goodness! Incredible. That Absolutely is incredible. incredible. That's again massive names come out of there. So the right place for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's I went Brit school and it was it was
1: more of a um, I went there. It did damage my confidence massively, especially coming from Southampton. Coming to like, I moved to London when I was 16 on my own. Wow. I was I, I I met like I had black friends for the first time. I spoke a bit differently, so everyone was like, "You're like a white girl in a black girl's body." So it was. Oh. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, babe, it was a really—it was a culture shock, but I had a great time. But um, Brit school d- damaged my confidence, but I wouldn't change it for for the world.
0: Yeah, um, and
1: then yeah. I decided after Brit school, I was like, I cannot go to drama school because Brit school was bitchy as hell, and I'm like, I can't deal with this oh anymore. So I went and done a degree, okay, um, instead. So um, <laughs> I went into teaching, and uh, and then I was like, look, 2010, I was like, girl you did all of this for something to fall back on, you know? i, I like set up my own um, drama school called Drama Exile. And I was, you know, going around the country doing um, drama as a means of informal learning, all of this kind of stuff. And um, I was there because it was something to fall back on. And um, um, I was like, what the hell are you doing? I'm not happy. And I moved to, I moved to London in 2012, moved back to London to focus.
0: Yeah I, like I mean it. you probably had that bug and you're thinking I can't I can't let that go I need to do it and you know you said at Brits school so you found a bitch and things like that was there many other black people or any other diverse people there?
1: Oh yeah it was wonderful it was it was really really um diverse and it, the people were incredible you go from your school being the top of the class like um being the best like, oh yeah you're the best at drawing. yeah A stars yeah <laughs> you go to brit school you're thrown in and everyone is that person oh, but no. but more so it's like yeah. oh wow yeah you know but i'm glad i noticed that at 16 years old because i know people that get into the industry at this age and they're kind of like okay i didn't expect there to be so much competition or they'd expect expect there to be so much um so many knockbacks you know yeah. so brit is a good good place to to learn that but um also, the teachers have their favourites. Do you know what I mean, babe? Mm. When you're not a favourite, it doesn't always feel nice. Oh, God.
0: that's not good at all. Oh, my goodness. So you would tell anyone that's trying to get into it, like maybe like the schools are quite good to like learn drama and things like that.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But also what I would say is to create create your own stuff as well because it's not you know if you create your own stuff if you're doing it some people do you know want to perform and do things because they want fame right if you're doing it for that then for me I, I mean I, I don't know I don't know what to advise you because I don't do it for those reasons I do it because like so I had to speak to myself a couple of years ago when I was like oh my gosh I need next job I need another job money ah, ah, what's going on yeah. I had to say to myself do you know what babe You've been, you would go into youth theatre, you were going to all these things that for, at some point you were paying for. And at other points you were doing it just for, out of the, um, you know, you, you weren't getting paid for it, but you were doing it because you love it and you enjoy it. So just remember why you're doing this. And if it's because you love it and you enjoy it, then there's no other option then, but to do what you love and enjoy. Right. So so I always say if you feel like oh, I'm not getting work or I'm not, you know, I want to be on set. I want to be doing this. I want to be doing that. Do your own stuff. Yes. Even if you're going to film it with your mobile phone, just create your own own work. And, you know, if you want to sit down and do some writing or whatever, but just keep creative because we do it because we love it.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's such good advice. So talking about creating your own stuff, you had the treatment show. Is that right? Treatment. So yes. Tell us about that. Treatment. OK, so um, I wrote that um,
1: during lockdown. Um, and uh, basically I had I had the idea a while ago, but I met this chick that um, I really bonded with, and I thought she was so cute. Her name's Anika Goldborn, and um, she's so lovely. And when I met her, like, I, I find that I always end up clinging, when I've got an idea, I want to do something, I end up clinging on to someone, I'm like, almost like, oh, I can't do it myself, if you know okay. what I mean. So um, so I ended up, just before the first lockdown, I ended up going, to. So I had this idea February time last year. And I, I went to Cyprus because I was working there filming some, some some stuff. And the guy was like, I was like, oh, you know, I've got this show idea. And I really just want to showcase um, women of colour mainly and have the crew be, you know, you know, people of colour, but also diverse, not just people of colour. I'm not excluding anyone. Right. Yeah. But I just want it to be be a diverse crew. And um, the guy that the director and the writer of the show I was working on in Cyprus was like, he was like, "And um, what did he say to me?" He said something about like even crowdfunding or applying for money. So I tried to apply to all these pots and stuff, and um, and then I was like, "And I would never normally do this." So and it still feels now a bit like, "Oh, I have done a crowdfund Well, yeah, we well, raised, well. Yeah, but it was like it's it it is, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of people were like, "Oh, babe, really doing that?" And I was like, "Yeah, but." You know what I mean? And I, I get where they're coming from, but people were really, really kind. And um, even some big names in the industry donated yeah. and ended up raising about um £7,000. Oh, that's so, good. So, <laughs> seriously, people were so, so lovely. And the thing is, is before I'd done the crowdfunding, I had filmed a little bit of the show already, if you know what I mean? So, like, I'd filmed, like, a little teaser of the idea. um, And that was, you know, pulling in favours from people, me using my camera, whatever. Um, raised I think just under seven thousand pounds. So managed to hire amazing camera, amazing sound, a camera, a great camera guy, directors. It was really cool, and it was a mate, a female-heavy crew, love as it, well, which it. was nice. Um, so um, yeah, it was beautiful, and I, you know, reached out to loads of people with that, and um, now I'm working with a production company, and it's been. And it's being developed as we speak. However, the show has changed completely.
0: Okay. Okay. So before I know it was like in a barber shop or in a in a, hair a hair salon. Yeah, hair salon, yes. So okay, well, I'm interested to see what it's gonna be then. And you got any dates for us or not really yet?
1: No, not really. Um, so we've been because I was working on I was working on a really cool Netflix show and also Secret Crush. Um, and some uh, oh, horrible histories as well. Um, I yeah, <laughs> there wasn't a lot. I didn't have a lot of time, so we now have a our deadline by the by the end of. We've got everything pretty much now. By the end of June, we feel like we're going to be in a good position to, you know, hopefully, for this to go somewhere. If you know, what I mean, for for for, for for potential commissioners to say, Do you know what? Yeah, we love this, and we're going oh, no. to give us some money to make wait it wait.
0: That's gonna be so good. I literally can't wait. So yeah, fingers crossed, that's gonna be amazing. Fingers crossed. And I'll incredible.
1: tell you what, babe, is what's important to me at the minute is Southampton talent. Yes. Very important to me. So so my plan with this and with other stuff I'm working on is to give those opportunities to Southampton talent
0: because we've got a lot of talent there, babe, haven't we? And it goes it goes we do. And you know what? Your brother is one of them, like literally killing it. Literally. Yeah, yeah. He's two again- of my brothers. I've got yes. two brothers that okay. are talented in Southampton. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And it's nice that you're kind of able to use your kind of platform to, to give to others and help others. That's that's amazing, because like some people probably wouldn't even bother, you know, and yeah, it's nice yeah. that you're doing that. Oh, thank you. That's good. So you mentioned Horrible Histories a second ago. So that you've got some alter egos that sometimes I see on Instagram and stuff. So tell us a little bit about those, because you're obviously a comedian, aren't you as well? So where does this come from? Where do you even find these alter egos? Do you know
1: what it's big for me that it's really that's a tough one when you start me be because i'm i I'm, I'm classed as a comedian i don't know how much i say yeah i'm a comedian i, I do comedic acting but also i like very serious and dra- dramatic stuff but you know with acting you have to sometimes um you have to hone in on one area so mine was okay i've got big titties i've got a big gap in my teeth I'm going to try and just focus on one area and maybe because right. I don't fit certain roles for you know, like convention, you know, like the leading lady or whatever, I'm going to focus on comedy to try and get myself through the door. Right. Um, but with so, with so with these alter egos and stuff, um, the, there's an old lady that is actually kind of based on my granny. Oh, my God. She's
0: hilarious. Sorry, granny. Sorry.
1: <laughs> this, sorry, this character is, tell us her name and like, <laughs> just do a little bit. All right, so her name is um, Delia Simmit and um, she is like a foul-mouthed old Jamaica lady. Just like my granny was, and she'd be like, mm, "What, well, everybody? All right, mm-hmm, that's right. Let me ask you something: Have you ever met a seventy-five-year-old virgin? Who <laughs> oh, will know you of me, Delia Simic. And yes, my pom-poms clean, my pom-pom tight, and my pom-pom sweet top. Everybody wants it, but nobody gonna get it. So, yes oh my goodness i want to
0: meet your i wish i met your granny like literally yeah
1: oh she passed away now about how long ago five years ago maybe oh, but yeah she was she was um a character yeah a
0: character and a half that's i love that so, so you've got that that character have you got some others as
1: well yeah i've got like i don't know why but like when i was younger i always like maybe because i had um I'm 16 years older than my sister so for 16 years I was the only girl and I and I've got like um a character called Jerome which is a boy um and I really like him because I can just channel that inner I don't know like because I sometimes feel like I'm a bit of a like I'm a boy like I you know I just have this masculine energy so I love yeah I'm a lad babe yeah so I (laughs) I love um I love that character which is really oh my
0: goodness so obviously they're not on Hover Horrible (laughs) Histories because because it's a children's program (laughs) So, um, what are you doing on there? Are like reading stories? or
1: So, a couple of different things. So, so one of the episodes has gone out that I was in and it was like a Black History Month special and I play a character called Phyllis Wheatley, which was really cool. She's like a, an American um, uh, poet. Po- po- uh, yeah, she wrote poems and stuff and she was like one of the first black women to have her poems published. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool. It was bizarre though because I got the job and I didn't audition for it. Right. So, um, I was like, oh my goodness, are they sure they mean me? Like, what, what, like, where did you get this information from that you want me? Like, I was so nervous, but I had oh, to play, yeah. I was so nervous, babe. I can't even explain. It. And I, and I, like, I got all these scripts and I was like, there's so much to learn. Ugh. And I was learning, learning all, all of this stuff. And, um, so I play a couple of other characters in the other, uh, uh, some other episodes as well. And I actually narrate the Black History Month episode as well, wow. which is really cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was so so nervous and then when I got there one of the scripts that I was like stressing about they were like so Verona just let you, you know we've got it on auto queue for you oh. um, and I was like oh, oh, okay, yeah. and um, even though I knew it it, it was helpful you yeah
0: know, so. you're like I've, I've been up day and night like trying to learn this <laughs> stressing blood sweat and tears oh my god but yeah it was wow. good good fun it's hard work though and it's great and actually it's quite nice to know that you still get nervous and stuff and that's of course good. Yeah, I get
1: so nervous with everything like you know because you, you you you're a budding um, performer
0: as well, as well right I, well yeah I present and I do some odd things yeah yeah and you still get nervous I guess like yeah I get what you mean you still get that um excitement nerves but I guess oh, yeah, think yeah. people um you look up to people that are obviously doing really well and you know you've got your own shows and things like that and I guess it's interesting for people to hear that actually you still get nervous as well
1: oh yeah yeah and I, I get excitement nerves and sometimes i'm like get, i get nerves to the point where I'm, imposter syndrome nerves you know where i'm like so i might look at some work and i'll be like i didn't write that no really did i write that like when did i do you know what i mean oh this is quite good when did i do or something <laughs> oh, like that so quite good <laughs> uh, yeah so i get i
0: do get um
1: anxious and stuff but um sometimes i think a little bit of nerves are good because it makes you what makes you try harder Yes.
0: Yeah, that's true. Do you know what? I remember when you came on the early late show in BBC Solent, like maybe last year, was it? And you yeah, that came so in cool. Donna, but you were Gaps and, yeah, Stars and Gapsy. Yes, that was a good answer, yeah. Like oh it came up on my memories actually. You had this shiny jackets on and you were just in character the whole time. And I'm producing like this is hilarious. I was like I loved it. And you guys did a track for you <laughs> fully blown. Oh. oh yeah, you guys played it for us. Yeah, I mean I absolutely love that track. It's actually really good. It's a really good track. And you filmed it around Southampton, didn't you? So tell us a little bit about um Fully Blown. Thank you for having us by the way on um oh. on the early Late show. It was so much fun.
1: Um, so Fully Blown, the show or the, the, the song? Well, both. Well, just tell us both, why not? Okay, so Fully Blown, the show. Um, Donna and I had created these two characters. We, we went to Ibiza and we were just messing about. Um, we went there to film um, um, a show out there. And we, we were messing about. This is when we first really worked together. And we were like doing... A lot of MC and messing around, and I used to be a female MC-, well, female MC. I used to be an MC back in the day, and um, and uh, we were like, oh yeah, you know, when we get back, we need to keep working together. Let's come up with some ideas, and that was what we came up with these two characters. And we went away and we filmed all this stuff ourselves. We went to Southampton for a weekend. Uh, Donna met my family for the first time, and um, and just as we had finished, and I'd finished editing because I do all the editing and stuff. Um when we'd finished, um, we had a call from BBC, Sarah Asante, she's so lovely. Like, and she she gave us so much information, you know, for free. Wow. Um, that and just, just really, really helped to push us. And we had this call with her, and she was like, What are you guys up to? We're like, Oh, we just got back from Southampton filming this stuff. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I love that you've done that, blah, blah, blah. Come in and see me. And then they gave us these three um three mini episodes. So Ours, I think, work kind out of about seven to ten minutes per episode. Uh, they were meant to be three minutes each. Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, so yeah, we got really good feedback from that, and um, and. Uh, you know, things are still happening behind the scenes with those. So, I mean, we're ageing. We're ageing, babes. But, oh <laughs> but things are happening with the behind the scenes. Yeah, and it was really cool. And the songs, I write all the songs in the show. Amazing. Which is really cool. i has hey, a
0: really was- cool song. Like, literally, I'll try and get a clip of it. But literally, it's so, it's just so catchy, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, Um, I love, I love music. I love music. I love anything creative. So, any chance I get to do, like, a bit of, emceeing or
0: something I wish it was singing to be (laughs) honest but um. (laughs) well we know you've got the smokers like sound so (laughs) yes (laughs) so obviously you, you created a show like the treatment show and you wanted to obviously have more you know people of color and like give them opportunities do you think there's enough like diversity in in telly do you think it's getting better now um so I think it's getting better I think that
1: throwing loads of brown people and um, LGBTQ plus people and um, yeah, you know, trying to just throw people in to, you know, onto things isn't necessarily the right thing to do. The diversity I believe comes from when you show different people from these different backgrounds rather than saying, okay, we're gonna get more black people on here for an urban show because not all we don't all fit into this little urban box and I feel like how um treatment has developed now um this is definitely going to show a difference because for me and for you did you grow up in Southampton yes I did yeah you've grown up in Southampton I've grown up in Southampton right we don't um I, I don't know what your like um ethnic background is right but don't all fit into this one box right I don't fit into this one box of this black girl box because I've met friends now that live in London that have a completely different and have had a completely different life experience to me and have almost a completely different culture to me because I grew up in Southampton so actually I have a lot more in common with with the white people that I grew up with in Southampton right so I feel like we will see diversity when you start to know that not every Asian person is like the Asian people you see in London. Not every black person is like the black people you see in London. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. I feel like it's great that we're seeing more people on on screen, but we're not all... I w- I've watched a few things and I'm like, oh, this girl's so amazing and she's so good at like, with their comedy and cussing and being did do, do, do. and then i'd say to myself do you know what but i'm just not that i just don't have that natural london swag or or what what the tv has told me a black girl is meant to be like so when we start seeing people from outside of london on our screens that are that are brown and black and, and lgbtq and whatever and yeah. we can show that that um yeah the
0: world doesn't revolve around yeah. london then
1: i feel like that we, we're more onto something if that makes
0: sense oh massively makes sense I don't fit in the typical Asian box but what is that typical thing it's the tokenism that they put on the TV which I always watch a film and I think that's the token Asian guy and like exactly guy that's like a bit goofy I'm like why yeah. is that the guy <laughs> like I don't understand and it's so annoying and frustrating and I think like you said it's better to get a, an array of everyone because I'm so different to like someone from Birmingham for example or exactly from- Grew up with Asian friends. Like, we have such differences, but it's also sim- similar as well. So, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, can you give us a little bit of like, who are y- is your inspiration and who inspires you? Oh, babe, tough question. Um, so, like,
1: growing up, yeah, growing up, I was always, I always looked up to people like um, Lauren Hill. Um, and I always kind of, I think, gravitate, I always wanted to be like a Lauren Hill kind of person. But, you know, like I would see like someone like, say, Angelica Bell on TV and, you know, she would. And she she actually was more I don't know where she grew up, but she was more like maybe like me. Do you know what I mean? Um, so someone like her when I was growing up, I'd be like, oh, my goodness, she, this is incredible. She's on TV and she's doing things that she likes to do and what I would possibly like to do. So someone like that inspired me. Um, definitely. Yeah. I mean, now, babe, I, I, I find myself watching Real Housewives of Atlanta and I'm just like, these women inspire me because it just makes me want to have my businesses and do all of this
0: and have, you know, they so. Are, and, then, and then I have to stop myself. Do you watch it? I love it. Literally, I love all of them. And I get addicted, but they are amazing. Like, they're so, like, strong businesswomen and, like, yeah, and they just won't take any, like, crap, you know?
1: <laughs> exactly. But sometimes I find myself, I'm like, like, stop watching it and go and work. (laughs) Stop watching it and get get on your laptop and do what you need to be doing rather than anybody procrastinating. Like, actually, what are these girls doing? Let me just live my life through them.
0: I love it. I love it. But they're so glamorous and I absolutely love it. Well, one last piece of advice for anybody trying to get into the industry or, you know, they need some motivation, anything. What can you give those people? So I would say,
1: um, so... I'm hoping this is motivation, but also I'm, I want to be realistic here. So I would say firstly, don't give up, yeah. but also don't make it be your be all and end all, because I feel like when it becomes your be all and end all, all you do is you might be waiting for the phone to ring. You're just sat, you know, I feel like you can waste a lot of time. Whereas if you conti- continue living life, um, but also work on what you love, work on your craft and, and um, you know, when you, when you have free time, aside from what else you're doing, you know, living and spending time with family, going on a holiday and do, you know, doing what you love. Um, yeah, definitely work on your craft. Also, just remember that, and this is, I'm saying this in the best way possible because my mum said to me once when I said I was moving back to London, she was like, there's millions of people that want to act," and it really upset me. Um, so I would say that just remember, someone else is, gonna, is working harder than you to so put in, if you're going to be doing this, you know put in more than 100% or more because you know don't think someone else is right sat up at three o'clock in the morning done, done 12 hours or got gone and work somewhere else done 12 hour job um shift and then they're, now they're up at night working on their craft or applying for auditions here so also a bit of advice just make sure you're, you continue creating um and you know it, you don't have to if you're doing this because you love it you don't always have to be paid for it so if you are not getting the opportunities, try and create those opportunities for yourself. Whether it is, even if you've never written anything before, get get your book out and just write your thoughts down. Just think, you know, all of us have got a unique story to tell. So um, that might spark something in you. I, I Yeah, do not give up. But um,
0: yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, well. No, that's that's all true. And I completely agree with you. And you are fabulous. And I cannot wait to see all your new stuff hitting the TV. And we're going to watch Secret Crush on ITV2, of course. Yes. Uh And we'll have to catch up with you again in the future to see what else you're up to. Oh, thank you, thank you for
1: having me, and and I want to say to you, I wish you all the best in everything you're doing. As I say, I'm going to be coming to Southampton to do some stuff, so I'm here to chat to you. I, you know, my inbox is full, like of me, of me chatting to people. I'm here to talk to you or even anyone else, whenever, um, about about um, progressing in the industry because for me, the only way I've progressed is by other people helping me. Yes. Like we yes. just can't do it on our own. We always need someone else. Thank
0: <laughs> you so much for being on the show. It's great. Oh, I- thank- can't wait to watch everything that you're doing oh bless you thank you so much for having me you see you later take care
1: beautiful Bye bye